Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Normally we pick movies that are underrated. We want you to give them a second chance, but not this time. No? Why not? No. What happens this time? It's still my birthday month. It is. It is. It's your birthday. <laughs> well, you did get presents today. It's a song called It's My Birthday by Will I Am. I think. Oh. oh, wow. Best I could do. So, That's fine. In, in my classroom, we play the Happy Birthday to you. Mm. Happy Birthday. We could sing Happy Birthday. Nah, that's fine. That's all right. This, uh, would you like to hear the latest from the author report? Sure. She sends me this text last night at 7.45 p.m. Stop yelling at me about trolls. <laughs> And I responded I haven't with, listened to that one yet. <laughs> Apparently, I'm yelling a lot about trolls. Um, and I responded with, okay, can't change the past, though. It was the old <laughs> way. Oh, my God. thought that was funny. Well, anyway. Apparently, Today's I'm yelling pick. at her about trolls. On the podcast. Is John's pick. For Tony's birthday. Yes. <laughs> and I picked 1993's Judgment Night. Mm-hmm. you're like, what the hell is that? Well, this is a movie about four young men who take a wrong turn in Chicago and find danger as they witness a murder. Um, this movie had a 35% on the tomatoes that are rotten. It had a 46 Metacritic score. Mm-hmm. And the rare over yeah. the rotten tomatoes uh, rating. Mm-hmm. Usually they were a lot harsher. Yeah. Um, good this, cast, though, so... This movie had a $21 million budget, and it made... Its box office gross was $12,136,999. Really? Ooh. Yeah, it didn't do well. I saw this in a the theater. I wonder why that is. I feel like I saw this three years ago in our living room. <laughs> Probably. I've seen it before, more than once. I never had heard of it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. But the director of this is Stephen Hopkins, who you may recognize from such... Uh, Epics as Predator 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, I think it's 4? Uh-huh. 5, sorry. The Dream Child. Mm-hmm. I saw The Dream Child. I don't, I don't know them all by heart. I bet Tony does. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, that's not saying anything against us. I haven't seen it, so it can't be good because Tony has made us do all the good ones. <laughs> mm. But he's done um, things called Houdini and Doyle. Um, something called Race. He did a couple episodes of House of Lies. Uh, he did some episodes of Californication. Nice. He did some episodes of Shameless. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. he's a he's a working director. Mm-hmm. Not nothing great. This is written by this, but the story was by Lewis Colick and the screenplay. But well, screenplay and story by Lewis Colick, and just the story is some guy named Jure Cunningham. And what else did Lewis do? Um, he also wrote some things that you might know as. Um, Charlie's, is it Charlie St. Cloud with, uh, what's the dude's name? No. I can look at it. Hold on a second. Zach Efron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ladder 49. That I have. That's mm-hmm. good, Ladder 49. Yeah. I remember that being pretty good. He wrote Ghost of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. He did the screenplay for Bulletproof with Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans. I never saw that. It wasn't very good. Really? <laughs> yeah. He also did some episodes of uh, Three's Company. Really? Yeah. Wow, he's an older guy. Yeah, 
Think about it, this would have been 10 years after that. <laughs> well, Three's Company was the 70s, wasn't it? It was the late 70s into the early 80s. Oh, was it? So the, he, the one that he wrote was in 83. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. this was 10 years yeah, after yeah. that. So it's really, you think about it, it's like, wow. He's yeah, probably, that's not that long. He's probably 25, 30, 35 when he wrote it. Yeah. And he just wrote this in his late 40s. Or I guess Th- this was the early 90s. Yeah. Which was a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. All right, but I know what you're thinking. Well, who's in this wonderful movie? A guy named Emilio Estevez. Welcome back to the podcast. Young From Guns. Young Guns. Uh, he's been in Young Guns. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Men at Work. Men I at love work. him in Men at Work. I do too. Keith David. Mm-hmm. He is a member of this the... club. Oh yeah, he was in the Brat Pack. So he was in St. Elmo's Fire and all those other movies. He's of the great Estevez acting family. I've but the only one who kept the name Estevez. Never instead seen St. Elmo's Fire that I can recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, he was also in Mission Impossible, the first one. He dies. But mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We should watch that. We should watch that. He was also movie. in Maximum Overdrive, <clears throat> which I think is Tony's favorite movie. No, definitely not. <laughs> Why not? It's a great movie. Is it? Yeah. Comet flies over and makes a truck come to life to kill people. That's that's not, not very let's not talk about it. So Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, is also... that's not very realistic? <laughs> are we going to discuss things that are realistic? Yeah. So, the Cuba Gooding Jr., who's, who's known for Jerry Maguire, Men of Honor, Radio, Outbreak, um, Boys in the Hood. In the 90s. Yeah, he was a very big actor in our house. the movie Outbreak. Okay. Like, this was in... I love that. I don't know why. I've almost picked it for the podcast, but... Shortly after, I had put it on my list to pick, it and then works. COVID happened. But it's not very, around this it, time, Cuba Gooding Jr. was a huge thing. actor, and then something went awry. He did boat he trip. Was, he was a ama- rat race. He was amazing in the OJ thing. Did you see that? Where he played OJ? No, I didn't see it. It was really good. That was a really good uh, series. I also really liked him in uh, American Gangster, where he played Nicky Barnes. Mm. He was good in that. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's never bad that I could think of. Dennis Leary. Um, did we do Welcome Demolition back to Man? the podcast from yeah. Demolition Man. Yeah, we did okay. Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Uh, he was also in a TV show called Rescue Me, where he played yeah, firefighter a little bit of that. post 9-11. The it was really good. Seasons, he was a real fucked up guy. The first couple seasons were real good. Yeah, the first, I'd say, three seasons were good. After mm-hmm. that, they kind of ran out of things to do, I think. Then he started banging his, like, his sister and his wife and his cousins. I don't know. Then he did that sex and rock and roll or whatever, mm-hmm. sex, drugs, and rock and roll yeah, that was very show good. or whatever. Uh, he was also in The Thomas Crown Affair, which is one of my favorite movies, which I'm surprised oh, yeah. we haven't done for the podcast yet. Does it, it not qualify? It doesn't qualify. i got to do it for my birthday. Um, he's also in um, Ice Age. He's Diego. So yeah. he's been in, I think, all of those. He's pretty fantastic. Yeah. But uh, he's then He was also in The Amazing Spider-Man. He played um, That's right. Captain Stacy. I forgot about that. He was in both of those, because in the first one he dies, but in the second He's one, like his ghost is fucking torturing him. He's also a pretty field. entertaining stand-up comedian, and uh, wrote one of my favorite songs of all time. Asshole? I'm an asshole, which I just think is a good song. Yeah, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. It's off of the album from the, you know, the comedy special, There's No Cure for Cancer, mm-hmm. yeah. which we should watch. It's on YouTube, and I looked at it, I was like, oh, is this on? Oh, I'm going to watch that later, and never watched it, so remind me later, we're going to watch that. Okay. Uh, so welcome back to the podcast, Stephen Dorff from Blade. Yeah. He was another actor that was really big, and then some shit went awry. Yeah. And I, I know what happened with him. It was a movie called Deuces Wild with, um, what's that girl's name from? Uh, Is that Roy Ellen? DiMatteo from Sopranos. 
She was in it too. She had nothing to do with why this movie didn't do good. The movie sucked. We didn't do the Thomas Crown Affair? No. Then you made me watch it. Probably. I feel like we did it too, but I might be thinking of a different movie. No, I remember it because I'd never seen the movie and then we watched it. We uh, didn't do I th- it? I th- Wait. I thought we did it for Is the... it the one with Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah with we did Randy that Russo. movie. Did we? Yes. Maybe you should get for your birthday. Quick, to our, po- <laughs> to our podcast app. All right. I'm going to finish this up because there's a lot okay. of people in here. Jeremy Piven, which we all love from what he's most famous for, PCU. Mm. <laughs> and God, then, I love uh, that movie. Gross Point Blank. Hey, oh, yeah. he snagged Heat. me. Oh, welcome Heat. back to the podcast from The Goods. And Serendipity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who remembers Heat. Serendipity? Which I almost watched around Christmas time, and then I read the thing and remembered the movie was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up a lot in the 90s, too. Yeah, like he was the best friend in like every 90s movie ever. Yeah. Like he he, would, and I'm not the super Piven fan, but he he's always good in that role mm-hmm. of like your best friend that kind of pushes you to do stuff you're not necessarily would normally do. So he's got a um a podcast called How You Live in Piven. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's really good, and sometimes it's does really he just boring. have random celebrities? Yeah, on he has it? people come over. That's and, funny. Or sometimes he'll just talk about <laughs> how, you, how you live. In how you Piven. live in Piven? Wow. So I follow him on Instagram, mm-hmm. and there was a picture of him and a bunch of MMA fighters, and mm-hmm. he's in the middle. So I commented, how does it feel to know that any of them can kill you at any moment? He mm-hmm. goes, that's when I thank God they're all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so that was good. But there was also a movie called Two for the Money that he was in before he became really famous, which you will see again, starring Matthew McConaughey and Al Pacino mm-hmm. and Rene Russo. We haven't done it for the podcast, but uh, it's on my list of movies that I want to do, but always gets bumped. Yeah. And the last person I'm going to talk about that I'm sure you all remember is a guy named Everlast. Oops. Yes, who's one of the goons who you'll all know from House of Pain. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. And he was also in Heat. <laughs> hmm. But just, he's in this one. So yeah, I know. All right. I did not do reviews, so we're going to skip that part. And the other guy's the bad guy from The Mask. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy's the bad guy from The Mask. Um, Which held up a little bit. I watched that not too long ago. I was like, this movie's going to be trash. I haven't seen it recently. And it was okay. I was like, this is okay. It's very, it's very Deadpool-esque. Mm. Not a huge fan of Jim Carrey. Oh, uh, I'm not super fan but, of this anymore. What'd you think of going in, Tony? I was like, did I see this? And I, and I was like... No, I didn't see this. <laughs> I, I thought I did, but then I was like, no, I thought I'd seen this, but I didn't. So I was like, okay, cool. We can sit through this and see what goes on. Because I was like, I kept thinking for some reason there was a vampire in this movie or something. I was like, <laughs> they're going to go somewhere and something bad, bad, bad. And then it was like, no, 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 this is with Dennis Leary. Okay. I think I was thinking a demon knight or something. There's another, there's a couple of night movies like this that is sort of like this. So I was like, oh, okay. I had the soundtrack for this on CD. I do remember the soundtrack for this being a big deal. It was pretty good. Being a really big deal. I remember the soundtrack. This is one of those things where the soundtrack was bigger than the movie. Mm. It's like everybody I know had the soundtrack, but Mm. no one had seen the movie. I saw the movie. (laughs) Elange. I thought, I've seen this. And I remember seeing this within the last three or four years. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. I think John started watching this, and about the time they got lost, I checked out. Wow, that's pretty early. <laughs> yeah, because this is a long movie. I cannot find that it's, movie. It's I don't think we did do this movie. I know. I was like, I swore we did it, but Mm-mm. I don't see it on there. No. I, maybe we just watched it. Maybe you just got me to watch it one day. It's an hour and 50 minutes. 
What, this movie? Yes. It feels like three hours. It's so long. <laughs> it's so long. Carly? <laughs> I had never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I surprised. I didn't have any opinions whatsoever. So, now you're thinking. Is this like a horror movie? This is an action crime drama thriller. Which, if you don't know, Tony also has thriller. <laughs> The Michael Jackson video. Apparently, there was one in the trivia. It said that they did. Um, they had a, the script doctored, and they add, and they added jokes because the studio wanted it to be more um, lighthearted than its horror. Like it had a real horror vibe, and they changed the soundtrack and they added jokes after like test screenings <laughs> because they thought it was too dark and scary. I can see that, <laughs> and they let Dennis Leary just riff. I can see that. Like, there's, there's some dark go. shit in it. <laughs> Well, it had, right, so what's you, his name? You're stalking them in the train yard. What do you want to do? Start talking. What's that one yeah. guy's what? name? Whatever you want, okay? <laughs> Larry's, Larry's, Larry's low-key a, a good actor. He's I loved him in Demolition Man. You got ball ball hoppers. He's just a good actor. He's not bad. I just, I think it? people take, they listen too much to his, you know, rah, 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 routes and stuff, and they don't take him as seriously as an actor, but he's... Well, Everything well, I've seen him and I'm like, he's well nowadays he's, he's older, he's not doing as much, and he's also not very PC to what's going, That's you true. know, the current kind of thing. He's not for that. Yeah. I don't know. They had Peter Green, and that guy is menacing. Which one's that? That's the guy the who played guy uh, Mask. Uh, oh, okay. Dorian in the yeah. Mask. Or he? No, he played Zed in Pulp Fiction. Oh, that's true. He was Zed in Pulp Fiction too. Forgot about that. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's he dead. also played. All right, so he played Dorian in the Mask and Deacon in what movie? Blue Streak. Seen that. Oh, Tango and Gato Los Pantalones. Mm. I'm a federale. The red, the white, and the green. So you don't get that it. movie is fantastic. Okay. It's probably is my favorite Mar- No, Martin Lawrence. No, it's Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence. It's and Luke Martin Wilson. Oh, I'm thinking of running scared. Also, Peter Green and Dave Chappelle. You can't put it on your list. So it doesn't good. qualify for you. It's 46, and I no, can no. pick it for your birthday. Oh. That might be a good pick. And I love how Elaine has her, her notes for movies she's going to do. She just writes it on <laughs> a piece of paper in random places. No, they're in my podcast book. Is that Pleasantville? Yes, it's on here. It's a fantasy. I'm going to find her book when they no, start crossing I was shit working out. at a movie theater when Pleasantville came out. Mm-hmm. I just have stuff on here. Like, Speed Racer. I wrote down Mona Lisa's Smile because I might pick that for Carly's birthday. And now I wrote down Blue Street just in case. And then I wrote down Immortals because. I want to watch that again because that could be entertaining. What? The Adventures of what? The what? The guy the hitchhiker. The hitchhiker. Oh, the hitchhiker. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. it was Adventures of Babysitting. I was like, oh man, that one's fun. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> I saw that in the theater too. Vincent D'Onofrio plays Thor. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. But he's not Thor. But is yeah, he's one hundred percent Thor? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, we ready to talk about this movie? Sure. All right. So the movie opens with the most nineties of songs ever. Mike walks out of his little red Corvette. Franks comes out of his house, and we see his wife and his daughter are sitting there on the steps. Did you notice her shoes and white socks combo? So she's wearing Keds? black flats and white oh, yes. socks. I did. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> Some 90s ass shit right there. I was like, oh my God. I had a horrible flashback. Remember, this is 93. This is the 90s just getting itself. Yes. this just is getting stride. Mm-hmm. This is like the 80s had kind of officially ended, and this was like the beginning of 90s fashion. Like, Man, and heard of this, it this was new, bad. New group, no doubt. 
There's this new TV show. I think it's going to do things. What's yeah. it called? 90210. This group Nirvana? You got to check them out. But they're the black it's flats and the white Nirvana. socks. Nirvana that was came a out thing. 91. So they were was it 91? That yeah, was a, I was like, raging. ooh. Uh, and Utero came out in 94. So this is in between the two. It's after Bleach. Bleach was the first oh. album. That was in yeah. the 80s. Uh, all right, so he tells his wife, hey, I deserve this. I haven't been out of the house in three months. She looks at him and goes, and I have. <laughs> and he's Probably like... longer for her. He's like, fair play. <laughs> I think well, he asked if she that, wants to invite her friend over to sit with her and watch TV. He's like, why do you have your friend over? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she seems to think that if he goes out with... It, it, I get the impression. This is what I read into the scene. That she's like, well, if you go out with your friends, obviously you hate me and the baby and you're going to cheat on me and bad. And it, it's really That's weird. She's really upset. <laughs> well, but she seems like way more upset about this than she should be. Because mm-hmm. they're going to a boxing match. And during this conversation, Mike, who's Cuba Gooding Jr., is across the street chatting up some nice young blonde lady. And she's like, well, it looks like Mike's got his date for the night. And, and Amelia was like, no one, or Frank, for this, our purposes, it's like no one is bringing dates. Which she brought that up, which makes me think she thinks he's going to cheat on her. Mm-hmm. She's very I upset. I thought she felt like he was out. excluding her on purpose. Well, but I didn't think it was so he could cheat on her. I thought it was like, well, if he can bring a lady, why can't you bring a lady? <laughs> and maybe she does want to go out. And it's been months since she went out, too. Well, yeah. This is a guy thing, okay? And no girls are coming, and she's worried because, hey, your friends, you're the only one of your friends with a family, and they were all, like, you know, high school kids. And you look at them like, they're not far off. And afterwards, I'm sure she's glad she didn't go. Yeah. (laughs) Once you heard the story, it's like, cool, glad I didn't make that I don't know if he's ever going to want to go out again. No. (laughs) No. Hey, man, you want to go to a... No. Let me stop you there. No. (laughs) We find out in the end he doesn't want to go anywhere. Just then, Ray comes driving up in an RV. And, of course, he's on the PA system. And it's not quite as bad as The Hangover. <laughs> you remember that in The Hangover. In The Hangover, Bradley Cooper comes to pick up um, What's-His-Nuts. and is talking In a party bus? No. In a party bus? No. In a party bus? Still no. With a kick. Anyway. So now we have a cool-looking RV for 1993. <laughs> Actually, that's probably a cool-looking RV for 2023. I mean, the TV's It's just a kind of a nice-looking RV. All right, so he gets his wife, and he takes off with his friends, and they're giving her shit. I mean, they're giving him shit, and, she's, and Cuba's like, hey, your wife doesn't like me. And he's like, sure she does. He's like, remember the bachelor party? He starts dancing, he goes, yeah, she doesn't like you. That's fair. Um, so we get a little tour of the RV where we see some... Like, it's got double tape decks. Yeah. It's got a, nice a, a CRT TV, a Nintendo. Yeah, with a zapper. And a full bar. Like, they start drinking right off the bat. This is back when you could drink in cars. No, you can't. <laughs> oh, you couldn't? Nope. That was always a problem. Well, then I won't tell you my story about going to see this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wasn't drinking. When you were 13? Nope. I just said I wasn't. I was joking. God. We were smoking weed. Anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, and then John comes pulling up in looks like a beat up Trans Am or like a Camaro, and or a Nova. Who knows? It's it's hard to tell. It's yellow. It's a piece of shit. He parks a Roy on the street. And almost hits the RV. Um, Somebody this, else was supposed to go, and he couldn't come. So Frank invited his little brother, John. He's played by Stephen Dorff. Who, who you kind look of at this looks and you're like, like Emilio? A little bit, and you see, see why he was cast. And you look at this. Wait a minute. I started doing math. I'm like, this is like five years away from Blade. 
Is it? Why does he look like a fucking baby in this and like a full grown man in Blade? <laughs> Maybe he finally completed puberty. How old was he, he in this? I don't know. But he looks like he, a baby he's in the this. And, one. Yeah, Blade but came out like, in how old was he actually really? in yeah. this? Well, I guess it's almost 10. <laughs> Let's see. 19, no, this was five years between the two movies. <laughs> right around there. This was 93. Blade came out in 95. I was like, wait a minute. How, when did he grow up? Well, he <laughs> it was, was a hard born, five years he did a lot of drugs. Yeah. He was born in 73. He was only 20. Yeah, but by the time he's 25... <laughs> yeah, but men don't really finish going through puberty until 21, 22, so he anyway. still wasn't... He was, still was a child. So, um, Ray gives everybody a lecture. No, Ray. No, Frank gives everybody a lecture. And then they drive off. Ray tells him not to touch anything. Ray also gives him a lecture. Yeah. Because he borrowed this RV from the dealership. He came in and said he's looking to to buy a fleet of these for his, his staff. And they're, no, for his, you know, to show clients. And they're like, staff, clients? And he's like, you know. I might have some someday. <laughs> All right. So, they drive off in their uh, RV. Mm-hmm. And... They're about to go to the fight, and wouldn't you know that Ray's like, hey, we're not going to miss a thing in the fight, and they get stuck in traffic. And they're stuck really in non-stop stuck. traffic. Yeah. yeah, like, what happened? And they're watching the fight live via satellite on their TV. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, which they have a radar. Where 1993 is like, wow. And Cuba, I mean, and Mike's like, good thing this has a satellite dish. Are you shitting me? In 93, yeah. this would have been amazing. Yeah. How rich are you if you're like, oh, good thing. Yeah, screw the fuck. What kind of collateral did Ray leave with the fucking dealership to let the, him take out this This is probably like $100,000 in 93. <laughs> but yeah, screw that. We'll just pull to the woods somewhere and watch it. <laughs> Instead of driving in this fucking traffic. He tells him to turn off the TV. Do you think I would turn off the TV? Fucking no, I wouldn't turn <laughs> off the TV. And this is probably on HBO, maybe pay-per-view. Yeah. So if it was pay-per-view, they had to pay like, what, 50 bucks to watch this? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> um, but then they're trying to get over and he has a minor uh, traffic incident with a guy in a red truck to which John gets a little, a little lippy with him and they get almost have a fight mm-hmm. and Frank comes out and is like hey guys you know everybody cool it out now and Mike's like dude what the fuck old Frank would have whooped his ass and he's like yeah but I'm not a child anymore <laughs> I mean you gotta grow up sometime so they get back in the car and then Ray uh, tells them that, hey, they're not going to miss anything, and they get off on the wrong exit. And they, and Mike asks him, hey, do you know how to get there from here? He's like, sure, you just, just take, follow the expressway down, you make a left, and we're going to be right there. <laughs> so now they're lost. Yeah. Which, it doesn't even seem like they're trying to follow the expressway. Um, we get, they're in this, driving around in this RV in a bad part of Chicago for a really long time. We could have at least seen them driving parallel to the expressway for a little bit and maybe have to go for a detour or something, a, ro- a road closure. Yeah, if this movie don't have time for that kind of thing. We started the movie, like, right off the bat. There was no introduction. They came out of the house, got in the RV, they're gone. I know. They got and a then lot they of movie drove, And then before we get even get to anything, there's at least 10 minutes of driving around lost. I could have taken... They could have... I had to watch them drive around. So as they're driving around in this, in this neighborhood, um, Mike gets on the on the intercom and calls over some some ruffians that were out there drinking, and Those one of them reaches bums. in. Yeah, that too. Reaches inside his jacket. Looks like he's gonna pull a gun. So Ray pulls a fucking Beretta out of this like yeah. sliding drawer. I'm like, why do you have a gun? And then everybody points it at each other as they touch it. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, no muzzle. None of them have any kind of gun. No, none at all. I hate, I hate movies and people do that. It's like, cool. wow. You know, so this is bad. People, if you have a gun and you're looking at it, don't point it at anybody. It's always loaded. Act like it's loaded. Yeah, no, no, this is why kids, kids see stuff like this, and then they wave a gun around, and then they shoot their friend in the face. This is why there, there's accidental gun discharges in America. So while, so after that, Ray's driving, he has a bottle of vodka sitting on his yeah, dashboard, yeah, and he's continuing to drink out of a glass. And how come you know, nobody out. says anything to him? Yes. They're busy drinking beers in the back. So ridiculous. So well, they finally think figure... think Francis would be like, I'll drive, dude. You're drunk. So at this point, they <laughs> finally figure out there's a map in the glove Frank. compartment. And while they're all fucking around, instead of stopping to try to find the map or have one person get the map while you drive, they all stop and look for the map and they hit a guy. Mm -hmm. They hit something. Could have been a dog. Yeah. And Ray wants to leave, but everybody else is like, we have to go check, you asshole. Well, Ray is drunk driving this RV that's not his. <laughs> yeah. Of course he wants to leave. He's a little, uh, He's a little... piece of shit. This is 1993. There's not cameras in this part of town. There's no witnesses. Of course he wants to leave. Yeah, I guarantee you there's happens... no cameras in this part of town. <laughs> no. If there was cameras anywhere no in 93... In was... Everything that happens to them... It's his fault. <laughs> Everything that happens is Ray's fault. Well, Ray is sorry. <laughs> Even Good the almost Ray. fight on the expressway, Ray's fault. Yeah. <laughs> so Ray pounds some more vodka um, as everybody else goes outside to go look for him. So they find somebody, and it looks like he's been hit. So they go to bring him in there, and just then we see Ray drinking heavily, <laughs> which is what you do. After you hit somebody, sure. you start pounding yeah. vodka. Make it so if the cops come, you're even more drunk. <laughs> That's always a good but idea. But then he starts hiding cans. No, but he knows they're going to call the cops. I know, but... So then he picks up his cell phone, because he's got the yeah. Zach Morris phone, the one no. right after that. And he goes to call him, and 911 picks up, and he hangs up as Frank comes in. And he goes, yeah, there's no signal in this shitty part of town. Yeah. Which makes sense. <laughs> but... No, he hung up on them on purpose because he's pretending there was no signal. Right, because he doesn't want to go to jail. <laughs> so, um, they got the kid in the RV, and they see he's been shot, and he's a bag full of fucking money. Yeah. They argue a bit, and they hear uh, police sirens driving by, and like, oh, there we go. So now Frank watches as the cops drive past them, and he's like, oh, fuck this shit. We're going to get them, and chases them in the RV, which is what you do. Mm. <laughs> and they start yelling at him in the loudspeaker. And as they get closer and closer and closer, all of a sudden they get T-boned by a car. For real, real. For real, real. And then all of a sudden they're hitting accidents and they're hitting all kinds of things and they get stuck in an alleyway. And then you take a left. Kind of like... Um, Welcome back to the podcast. Yep. Welcome back to the podcast. Cars getting stuck in alleyways. <laughs> I don't know if they could have got out, but they weren't getting Just out. open the window and just walk around out. <laughs> no, I mean... Get that big motherfucker out of that. Never probably jam. I don't know. They didn't really tr seem like they tried. No, they tried well, very they, hard. It was so after they crash, they're surveying the damage, and Ray's having a fucking shit fit. He's like, "You see this? Yep, I own this now. All of this, that's mine." Look, a fax machine. I have a fax machine in an RV. <laughs> they try to start the RV, and it doesn't work. Um, they kill Why? thousand because you told the dude you were going to use it for business. So he put a fax machine in there. <laughs> Sweet the pot. That checks out. I'm just saying. That checks out. <laughs> Look, he wanted the it most... It is the 90s. <laughs> he wanted the most luxurious. Mm -hmm. 
fax machines were the height of luxury. <laughs> you could send How many calls you a letter a fax in across the phone lines. A mojo. This was a miracle. They had them in, in Almost Famous. That was the 70s, but they called it a mojo. It's an ultra-modern machine. It's, it's one pages in like 10 minutes or something. They have portable fax machines. Do they have portable? If, yeah. As long as you have an internet connectivity. It's they have an internet online. connection? Oh, then? You know, in, in, in a fucking Winnebago in 1993? I don't know. Because, I mean, you can't, even use your, you can't even use that shit cell phone for that. So what is this fax machine I don't know. working off of? <laughs> I don't know, but they... Let's not worry about that. I'm <laughs> just... Maybe... 1993. I know, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, you, you could do you, it you now. You do an American Online on fucking discs like five years from then. Yeah, but... I mean, you, you could do it now, but no one Yeah, now, now you could. But you I'm wouldn't sure... need to now. No. I don't... I think that you would use it when you were stopped and you yeah, were connected. Yeah. It, like an RV park. Yeah. You would part. You would plug in your... Your water, your, your, power. Yeah. your power, and your phone line, your and then you'd line. be able to fax it. So if you were going to take a trip across country, yeah, and you wanted to work out hey, of your RV, let's not work this out. It's really inconsequential. <laughs> the kid, this I know everybody's really favorite tertiary object is the fax so. machine. Got it. Look. All right, so the kid yells, "You got to get me out of here." Frank says, "Okay, I'm going to peek out the roof and see if anybody's out there." And the kid's like, "Hey, they're going to blow your damn head off." And he's yeah. like, "What? Out the roof? You mean this has a roof hedge?" And like, "Hey, Ray, get the gun." But the gun fell out of the drawer in the accident, so we can't find the gun. The gun is gone. Just then, the Such back... Such a fucking liar. Mm -hmm. the, it was gone. It was not in the drawer. He does He, he does finds find it later it wedged underneath the TV. Leaves, oh, that's but... right. <laughs> I missed that. I'm sorry. Just then, the window was smashed, and they pull the kid out, and Fallon shows up. Mm -hmm. uh, he argues with the kid, who now we know is Teddy, but he's billed as a kid. Mm -hmm. Teddy has stolen money from him, and he's like, no, I didn't. Here's the money right here. He goes, you've broken... Blood, bloody money. You've broken one of my rules. Never steal from me. And he's like, I wasn't going to do it. That's one of my rules, too. <laughs> and then I, think he's, I think it's kind of everybody's rule. I think it's rule. everybody's rule. If you, you don't, don't have need, that rule, you know you should institute it. You don't it. need everybody. Hey, I'm Tony. Steal from me. <laughs> How's it going? Hey, I'm Carly. I will. Oh. <laughs> good to know. It's not stealing if she doesn't. No, I know. Not now. Yeah, it's prostitution. Whenever I steal from Tony, I always tell him, I took $5 out of your wallet. <laughs> it's not stealing, it's redistribution of uh, community assets. Not community assets. What do you look for? Marital, marital excuse assets. Excuse me, marital assets. Community assets is this bowl of combos. See, that's for everybody. Or this bowl of cash. But if I take a bite out of your candy bar, that's a marital asset. <laughs> I mean, this could be a community asset, but I don't think anybody wants a bite of my three musketeers once I've slobbered all over it. <laughs> Tony? Not, not a big musketeers boy fan. We got Milky Ways and Snickers bars and Twix. Twix now. Now you're talking my language. Well, good, because Elaine doesn't like those, so I've had You don't like tomorrow. Twix? I'm, they're just not my favorite. What part of Russia are you from? <laughs> Stalingrad? Leningrad. They don't Leningrad? call them those anymore. Anyway, so they don't call it that anymore. Um, where am I? Oh, so. Um, That's where people that don't like Twix call it. They're well, in the good days. Well, uh, boys, you know uh, rule two? No witnesses. Mm. Because they knows that they pulled him out of there and also, he wasn't driving. Which if they had just taken him around the corner, there would have been no witness. Those guys and, didn't even see them yet. You know, like they mm -hmm. smashed the window, pulled the dude out. If they just took him around the way. Oh, because they didn't have any fucks to give. They were going to mm. kill him and anybody else but, around just because they were born Also, if I'm a night. criminal and I'm going to murder someone, that's also a good rule. Mm -hmm. But also, my, my only thing was, is like, why does everybody care about this? <laughs> I don't give a fuck if they shot some dude in the street. I didn't know they're doing some kind of busted drug deal. They stole from drug dealers. I don't give a shit. I'm out. And Dennis Leary, what are you gonna? What are they gonna tell people? Hey, this this big blonde dude shot this guy in the street. 
We in the shitty part of Do you know who he was? Does he have a description? No, we ran. <laughs> we Thanks. Know, but they don't even know where they were. When yeah, they, they don't the know where they were. Yeah, they know nothing. Yeah, they had a they map. They don't know where like, they are. I don't know where the fuck we're at to look at this map. They don't know where they are now. They don't know where they were. They don't even know how far they are from the place where they hit that kid because they were trying to chase that cop yeah. and they went here and they went there. Like, they mm-hmm. have no idea. So, um, now Fallon and the boys come to kill our good guys. Yeah. So they break out the windshield, which is something that's super easy to do. That Cuban oh, yeah. Gooney Jr. threw a fire extinguisher at it, yeah. and they just pushed the windshield through. No problem. Yeah, by the way, they're dead. <laughs> Movie's over. Yeah, that was 93. It's a lot easier to pop a windshield out now. No, it wasn't. She says it's um, easier now. I said it's easier now. I don't, I don't think so. They're supposed to keep you from falling through that thing. Mm. So, anyway. But let's, let's not worry about that. So just then, Ray finds the gun wedged yeah. under the TV. And he grabs that as Frank is pouring alcohol over the place and sets the RV on fire. Yeah, this was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> fucking fire. It was because it keeps them on that side of the RV. And we're going out the front. They stay in the back. Just saying, well, it was a choice. My question. I know we've talked about explosions a lot. Yes. Why? <laughs> so, just <laughs> like the last year they made this RV. Because apparently it's all made of uh, like wood grain and, and dynamite and... Interior, all dynamite interior in this one. Comes with Those the couches machine. are that polyethylene or yeah. whatever foam that they had to stop making couches out of because people would fall asleep with a cigarette and burn their whole house down. Yeah, so this thing fucking explodes. Not just a little explode, it doesn't oh, no. like catch fire. This thing explodes like it's Lose. packed with C4. We haven't seen an explosion this big since we watched what? The Armageddon? Nice Guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember that Especially hole? They gave a speech before this RV blew up. Remember that hole in New York City? And yeah. Frank says. That's not what I was expecting. As Ray looks fucking devastated. It's like, I'd go with the RV was stolen and they blew it up in a bad part of town. Uh, That's yep. what I'd be going with at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I had some clients, but I took He's them to the boxing match and they whatever stole Whatever security deposit he made back, though. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck it. He, doesn't, he didn't really want that Nintendo anyway. It was broken. Yeah. So the chase is on and the boys are running. Where? Don't know. But they find a train yard and they're like, aha, let's stop for a minute and have an argument. Mm-hmm. Then they decide to continue on and find a place to hide. They find a one uh, train car that's open, and they get inside, and they're like, okay, buddy, quiet. And they find a place to sleep, and they stay there for the rest of the night, and in the morning they go home. So what'd you think? Tony? <laughs> I thought that the explosion was cool, but the nope. fact that Dennis Leary couldn't find them in the train yard was really weird. <laughs> so, actually, no, Fallon... Actually, Tony goes, no, all right, you're in the train car. They're never going to find you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, as soon as I make a left, you're never finding me ever again. I mean, I don't know what fucking tracking school this guy went to, but it's pretty amazing. Fallon was actually they part were, bloodhound. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. And, I mean, what's his buddy's name? Every time they ran away and got, ended up somewhere Sykes. else. Sykes is like, I think we should give up. And he's like, nah. Yeah. He's like, what else are we going to do? Every time they ran I think there was just something fun for and went to do somewhere that else Maybe. and they got ahead, Tony goes, all right, they're not finding you. They're yeah. not finding you. You're and never finding And they fucking did every time. Tony's no. like, this is ridiculous. Like, no, not finding him. So... Fallon's like, hey, I knew you were going to come here, so just come on out. I knew you were going to come here. Really? Because I didn't even know this was here. <laughs> I don't even know where here is. <laughs> just then, a homeless man comes, is in the car, and you're like, oh, not a homeless man. A shit ton of homeless people are in this guy's car. This is car. what? The fucking hobo convention? This is when 
my dark Hado starts acting up, I was like, look, you can take all my money. You're killing me before you take my license. That's just happening. <laughs> yeah, no, like, could I just, like... Because I don't need you to know where you my fucking... You my money and my, my child cards, lives. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're not taking my ID. What the hell do you need that for? Yeah. Look, I'll give you all my money and credit cards, but yeah. I don't want to have to go to the DMV, which you can appreciate. <laughs> There's that, too. So, please, I'll just take yeah. my license. Yeah, you can take all my fucking money and cards, whatever it is. So, they need. take Ray's watch, We're and he hides his pinky ring, which is definitely very expensive. Um, Ray gives him his wallet... Complete with his driver's license, credit cards. Every, everyone does. But John gives him a condom and like six bucks. I mean, which you know, he's in a different stage of his life. <laughs> he's like, I don't have we all been through that condom six dollar stage. <laughs> <laughs> his brother's in so a great. house, his house wife yeah. stage. <laughs> all right. I mean, so I now, feel like it was to the bum's advantage to be quiet, too, because um, if they're gonna they kill them, they're going to kill the definitely kill the hobos. They're, they're 100% going to kill every single one of them. So now Everlast is, is running around and he's like, Lucy, where are you? You got some explaining to do. Oh, that's Everlast? That's Everlast. Okay. I don't know what Everlast looks like. <laughs> that guy, apparently. You don't know what it's like? I didn't listen to a lot of Everlast. Mm, no, you weren't big on jump around? Jump, 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 jump up, jump up, and get down? No, I was more in the Mac that'll make you jump, jump, the Daddy Mac. That's crisscross. That's, I know. That was, uh, that was during the jumping craze. No, I know. <laughs> also had that one that song from, they also had the song called The Movement Jump. That was another one. Anywho. Van Halen's jump. Go ahead and jump. But I know what you're thinking. Where <laughs> is well jump. Where is DJ Lethal during all this? Oh, that's what I was thinking. Well, Fred Durst had got him off to the side and stole him from Limp Bizkit right after this, and this is why he had to be an actor. Oh, yeah, because once you go to Limp Bizkit, you suicide or get another job. I think they've made a shitload of money, though. Mm-hmm. I know, I fucking hate Limp Bizkit. <laughs> like as much as I hate Fred Durst. What did Limp Bizkit do to you, man? They so exist. Th- their first two albums weren't bad. I liked them. You know you don't have to listen to music you don't like. I don't. When they came out with something called the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water, I got off that train. I'm like, you know what? No. <laughs> anyway, so Frank and John empty their pockets, and, you know, that keeps the homeless guys quiet. Falvin tells him he's getting tired of this, but if they come out and talk, that'll be it. Yeah. That's a Somehow, little... they don't believe him. I'm sorry. He's not very trustworthy. Sykes says that they checked all the cars and they're all locked. They had to have gone. They, maybe they just kept on going. They didn't stop to go in here. And he's like, no, they need the movie to happen. So they're here. <laughs> just then, Mike gets into it with one of the guys who's like, hey, I used to play football because um, Mike is wearing a Purdue uh, Letterman jacket. He's like, I was really good. I could have been the new Walter Payton. He's like, how do I shut him up? Obviously, and, give him your fucking jacket, tool bag. Just then, Fallon's like, hey, I hear people coming. And... Goes right to that same car, and everybody leaves. All the hobos, everybody. all the good guys, everybody's leaving. And it's like Fe- 20 dudes. Yeah, it was a lot. They were having what's called a soup kitchen. Oh. Ew. Helmet party. It's Dirty Mike and the boys. It's not a Prius, it's a boxcar. Well, they were this is, they couldn't sleeping find it. in Prius here because I guess it's yet. a safe place where you won't It was an open freeze. car, I guess. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> all the other ones are locked. It's the Emperor of the North situation here. Safe and Ah. Uh, a number one, was it... Bro- What's the name of that movie that your father likes? Which one? Emperor of the North? The one about the hobos? Yes. A hobo couldn't go or anywhere but home. Whatever. Or what are they called? Pe- yeah, hobos. The guys that run the trains. Yeah. Is that hobos? Like they have actual jobs and a little bit of money, but they're, you know, transient. See, um, Bale might come back. No. It's Batman. Really? There's a, a movie they're working on. 
So Bale might come back too, but as his own, not all this crazy shit, his Mm -hmm. own little movie with somebody else, as like training a Robin or something. Oh, cool. All right, cool. All right. So, um... Nightwing? No, it's... It's Brave and the Bold, so I think it's going to be like another vigilante, not bat family type situation, Mm -hmm. but who knows? I mean, they can do whatever they want, so... So Fallon spots somebody in a Purdue jacket and shoots him. Runs up and sees that it's not him, it's not Mike. It's a hobo that's who, wearing who his jacket. Who shoots him? Fallon. Fallon. Okay. Shoots him in the back. Because one of them, I don't, I think Fallon, Fallon has a revolver or whatever. Mm-hmm. But one of them has a fucking Desert Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, think that's, is I think that's the guy that keeps complaining about why are we still looking for these guys. It's like these bolts aren't fucking cheap, dude. <laughs> that's an expensive ass gun and you ain't shooting it one handed. So Fallon finds Frank's wallet on him and is like, oh, looks like the bums must have rolled him. Yeah. Francis. All right. Mm. So back to the foot chase. So they find a payphone. Now, kids, a payphone were like a cell phone, but you had to go and put like a quarter in there to make a phone call. Mm. Or what you do is you find a payphone and you make a collect call That's to your parents and say... 10, 10, 2, 20. <laughs> <laughs> say it's Bob, we had a baby, it's a boy. It's right. carrot top. Say, will you collect call from... Come pick me up at the, at the roller rink. Yeah. You're like, nope. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, the we phone had a baby, it's a boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phone doesn't work, and they decide to head into one of the buildings. If anything happens, don't think, just run. Solid advice. So they're trying to find a way in. They see a kid on a swing set, but then they see a door that's open. So they go they're in. They're like, let's ask that kid. And they're like, no. Like, We're not nah. going to talk to the person. <laughs> like, let's go inside. So they start knocking on doors, and no one will help them. Because they're in a shitty part of town. Yeah. It's the middle of the night, and they're banging on doors. These, I'm these, not opening these my apartment door. doors have outer doors that lock. Before you get to the door. You know what I find very in an apartment. unrealistic? No one pointed a gun at them like, what the fuck you want? Yeah, <laughs> yeah John was like, where are all the guns in this building? <laughs> no shit. And I said, well, I think maybe they were out with all the gang members that the kid on the swing <laughs> summoned. We haven't got to that yet. Yes, but he uh, he's, he's a lookout. So Ray finds a woman who's taking out the trash who also brought her bat with her. <laughs> Well, she lives in this neighborhood, yeah. so she comes prepared. So, they, you know, Frank explains what's going on and how they, you know, hey, they got to, they saw somebody get killed and they want to hide. And this lady's like, how's that my fucking problem? But yeah. she finally relents and let them in. So we cut to Fallon, who finds the kid on the swing set and his gang. And the leader of the gang is like, what are you, you lost here, man? He goes, cool out, man. <laughs> Speak, <laughs> looking, speaks jive. Yeah, we're looking for some citizens. So then they well, all. Well, no, because the gang guy goes, "Are these the guys you saw?" And he says, "Because no. he went to get his yeah, we can't do leader, that because some white guys went to an apartment, but well, not some white guys, but some white guys in and Cuba Gooding Jr. went to an apartment building. These guys who are not familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't belong here. Yeah, because in the gang, it was a very you know this is very progressive for 1993 because there were some Hispanic kids, there were some white kids, there were some little there were girls in this gang. This is a very progressive gang for 1993. So let's you know let's be fair. Good representation. Anyway, so Fallon and the leader of the gang go off to the side. It's like, look, man, I'm just trying to get these guys, and you know this is our thing. And yeah. he hands them some money, and it's some of the money they got off of Teddy. And he's so like, bloody. that money's got blood on it. He goes, you ever see money that didn't? He's, like, he's a good negotiator. Mm-hmm. He makes a, a deal leader to leader with him. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay. He says, well, we're going to be out of here like like the darkness at dawn. Yep. Except then they go and terrorize all the poor people in this apartment building. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> they're never like said, he never said he was a man of his word. Their locks off their doors. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the, one of them has a shotgun. Uh, we're going to get to that. 
so the boys are running what's taking the police so long. <laughs> and one of the girls is like, yeah, the police aren't coming. They're not coming here. And Ray's like, oh, yeah, watch this. I got the police here. So he tries to call, but the phone is dead. Oops. So, like, hey, what's going on? So just then, Fallon starts calling out Frank. He's like, Francis! Yeah, why is the phone dead? Did they cut the phone lines? Yes, they yes. cut the phone lines. How do they know how to do that? Everybody decided to do that. No, they don't. They no one 15th. knows how to do you that. Everybody in movies is yank. like, you cut out the phone lines. You don't even know which one is the phone line. <laughs> so anyway, the boys want to leave. I don't. They're like, come on. <laughs> I don't either. And the girls, does. the girls are like, hey, you got to get in my apartment now. And the guys are all like, yeah, you're fair. You're right. So they go to leave, but, but Ray's like, no, and pulls the gun. And he's like, motherfucker, you had a gun this whole time? And you yep. pull it on us? You piece of shit. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. He deserves one of fucking characters. <laughs> that dude is a douche canoe. All right, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it's hurting. I need to elevate it. <laughs> douche canoe. A whole canoe full of douche. Or Everything is his fault. Or it's he a gets canoe them that's caught because of this. Douche. If they had just went out, they would have gotten across the roof and he would have died. It's his own fault. Spoilers. God damn. I mean, if he had just stayed in traffic, eventually it would have cleared. They would have missed the fight, but they would have gone home. (laughs) Most of them go home. Anyway, so they all finally just, you know, talk Ray down. Frank gets the gun. (laughs) And they head to the roof because they find that there's a way to get from one building to the other. They don't have to go downstairs where all the guys with the guns are. There's two ladders. Well, it's a ladder stretched across with boards on top Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah, no, I'm not crossing that. I'd be dead. I mean, if they're going to shoot me, then okay. No, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. No, I probably weigh too much, but I'm going to try. I I will be last. That way, if I break it, I'm the only one that dies. I can't step off the fake. I I can't get out of the elevator in the fake Oculus game. How do you think I'm climbing across that? So, this is where it gets good. This is a legit question. So, Fallon and his guys are now committing home invasions. Shooting locks and oh, going yes. through everybody's oh, yeah. house Pulling because out. they don't want anybody. They don't want the guys who don't know them to go to the police. So now they go <laughs> to a neighborhood they live in, kicking all the doors and point guns at people. Which honestly, this isn't their turn. Mur- murdering You're some, right. It's not their turn. Murdering some dopehead or crackhead or whatever in the street, it's bad. You're probably going to jail for a long time. But harassing an entire. At gunpoint? I mean, that's... Yeah, all <laughs> those people saw you now. Each one of those... But this is not their... I mean, that's is, a problem. This yeah. is not their territory. And how is no one shooting back? This yeah, is not a nice neighborhood. There's guns in there. There should have been a couple people go, get the fuck out of here. But these people don't know face. who they are. These are all strangers in this apartment building. None of them recognize Fallon or Sykes because the guy in the gang didn't know who they were. And if he was so... Like, you would think... If anybody was going to know him, it's this other criminal guy that's going to know the head of the criminals that live two blocks over. That's a mm-hmm. six foot one blonde white dude. Yes. <laughs> that's so, right. like, it's Named still Fallon. just strangers. Don't worry about it. All these home invasions, they go the way of the dodo bird. So they find well, themselves the a makeshift bridge going go roof to roof. Uh, Mike heads across first and is like, all right, it'll work. Ray is still on a platform. He hasn't gotten down to the bridge yet. Mm-hmm. And they have to convince Ray to get down. Yes, yeah. thanks. <laughs> so now John and Frank, well, Frank goes last. Because John goes across and he's like, all right, come on. So then Frank gets Ray to come down the drain pipe, which breaks. But he lives. And he's like, all right, we got to go. And, and they're just like yelling. So, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So now Fallon. It took them a while to find the ladder. Yeah. And if they had been quiet. It would have taken well, Alan because and Ray his didn't want to go. <laughs> so he keeps screaming at him, and Fallon hears it, and he comes. And Ray promises he's going to go across. So now, as Frank is going across, it breaks. 
Now the way, but breaks a little bit. Yeah. Frank gets across and Ray's like, I'm not going, and throws the bridge down. He's and decides to he's going to negotiate. And he's like, you so got he And what the, the other guys should have just left. Left. Yes. Run. Yes. This yeah. is your head start. Get the fuck uh, out of here. I don't know if I'm you leaving. wouldn't have left? I'm leaving, leaving somebody? I'm not leaving. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's dead. I mean, he's, he's not going to talk himself out of it. He's Either still... he's going to talk himself out of it somehow and get home. Or he's going to die. Either Look, way, you're not meeting back up with him. <laughs> he's going to die, or he's going to say, or, like, they're going to, like, you got to go down and get out before they get down the building with Ray. You have to go. No. You stay there and you shoot them. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> they only have the one gun, and they only have the bullets that are in it. Yes, but, all right, time me. Bang, bang, bang. Did you get on site? Because oh, you didn't really? That's, the, that's a really? problem. These guys that didn't even know you shouldn't point a gun at each other oh, are going to shoot they're, they're, that's fair. That's these fair. guys from an adjacent roof? All right, that's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying. However, I'll give you that, but spray and pray. Let's be <laughs> logical about this. You're not meeting back up with him unless it's at home tomorrow and he got out. <laughs> can't leave. It doesn't work that way. Then I mean, go. the only way you're going to shoot these guys... I mean, it's nice in this kind of thing. They're, they're fucking out. You're, you're oh, I, I, we've had these discussions many you're times. You're definitely not shooting I, them Elena's from across out. the roof. I love roof. these ladies. Maybe. They're leaving us. Maybe. Elaine will trip you as you're remember, running. Remember in uh, Fire in the Sky? Elaine will leave us all to aliens. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll miss you. <laughs> Welcome yeah. back to the podcast. She, I'm Elaine. She's and also nobody else. She's also the lady that turns ET in in the first five minutes of the movie. She's like, Facts. "Hello, FBI. I have a fucking alien in my fucking back garage. Come get his brown no. ass." Um, it's a different movie. If I was gonna have a shot of shooting Bring these guys, yeah. I would wait until it. they come out of the building with Ray to execute him on the lawn. And then shoot them from behind the bushes because they think that we've already run. But they're looking for us to shoot at them from across the building. Yeah, guess what? That plan's not going to work because they kill Ray way up there. I know, but he's, so, he's either dead there or Ray dead offers them a hundred grand to let them go. And he gives them his pinky ring as collateral. And he's like, well, what's this worth? Fifteen grand. But for you, it's a down payment. And this does not go good with Fallon. Fallon says... Um, Tells Ray he doesn't know what he's talking about. This isn't high school, motherfucker. So Ray lowball me. Mm-hmm. Ray ups it to two hundred thousand, and a deal is made. They all start laughing like, ha, 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 and then throws his ass off the roof. Throws him. Um, this he, upsets Mike, who starts shooting and yeah. hits. He wings one of the guys. Yeah, he does get one. The shotgun dude. Mm-hmm. There's like a greasy shotgun dude with long hair. And then he's the complainer. Gets him in the shoulder. The most nineties of guys. Yeah. He, he, he looks felt, like he was, right out of grunge. He, he was in the Heights TV show. <laughs> How do you talk he to him? He was trying crow. to figure out, yeah. <laughs> so Fallon and Frank face off with each other and across the buildings they have what's called a shared moment. Did they? A little bit. They stared at each other because and all of Fallon's guys are No. <laughs> all of Fallon's guys are down except for Fallon who's looking across and Frank, who's Emilio, looks back. And then they run because he knows he can't fucking chase him. There's nowhere he got across. Yeah, but, but if, if you guys run downstairs first, now and they run downstairs now, then you're coming out at the same fucking time. They do about Maybe. come outside about the same time. But this time, the boys have gotten into a sewer. And the bad guys just miss them. It's yeah. amazing. I'm not going the to the sewer. I, I'm not a 
not saying that I'm not going in this. I, I just assume I have tried to remove one of those grates before because one of my students dropped yeah, something in there. Shit. It's heavy as a I know. They're not getting. Do you know why they're <laughs> heavy like that? So kids can't yeah, pick so them up. So do that. it took three to adults and a crowbar to get that thing off. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why. It's they're super keep, heavy for a reason. They're super heavy to keep Pennywise in. <laughs> no, they're super so, heavy so when you drive over them in a car, they're I'm probably like brown not even going to consider trying to go in there yeah. because I know I can't lift that thing. And well, also, for some reason, this also, one's loose and they They're not it. being quiet. Let's also assume I'm that there's three the grown men that are able to lift this thing who Look. are scared off of their ass. All right, first yeah, of all, all right, I'll give them if we lifted it up and if we went or down in the sewer, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm going to make sure that I get out of the light. So if you look down, you can't see me, and I'm gonna zip my lip. They're too loud. All so you know time. what I saw. You know what Everywhere I saw they go, on they're too loud. Facebook the other day. Mm-hmm. It, I I had to turn it off. I don't see how this mm-hmm. is relevant to this conversation, but go ahead. You will. I, I see a lot of, and this is Facebook and Instagram. And it's my fault. They show me a lot of, oh, this one-legged kitty cat got saved by some dude, whatever. God, but can't look at those. Yeah. Well, this one, a kitty cat, some or a kitten. Oh yeah. He's fell into a this. fucking sewer thing. Mm-hmm. This bitch. Uh, climbs into a pipe to get him. And get stuck? No, no. But it's only big enough for her to fit in. And it's, I don't know, 100 feet? Like, this is this is serious. This is like fucking aliens. Yeah. And they have a rope. And mm-hmm. she climbs all the way out there to get it, gets the kitty cat, and they pull her back out. I was like, I love me some kitty cats. But that motherfucker, I'll stomp it to death before you think I'm climbing in a fucking pipe. <laughs> This big enough for me? Oh. I believe we discussed this in our Aliens episode. Off, the only people who would be willing to do that were John and Carly. And Carly's like, I can't fit in a pipe. No, I can't. I can't, man. It's not going to happen. We uh, claustrophobic. <laughs> but I'm not going no. in that pipe. I'm just letting the aliens kill yeah. me. I will sit on the edge of the pipe with some tuna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just open the can and you're like, yep. Yeah, what about get, a, get, get your a makeup fan. fan. <laughs> get a fan. <laughs> Luckily, we have one with my face on it. We'll <laughs> but yeah, but this yeah, is no just way. this looks like a really small grate. But then when you see it, it's not that. It's like they can all fit down, and there's like a ladder and shit. Yeah, but then they waited right at the bottom, and they started yeah. talking. What so, the hell? Fucking, they must have re- for your life. So they must have really strong cologne because Fallon oh, yeah, smells them. them. Yeah, he's like, I can smell you. Yeah. <laughs> And then they look down and go, oh, look, there they are. And do they open the grate? No, they shoot down the yeah. holes. I, mean, I solved that puzzle. Cuba Gooding Jr. was wearing cool water. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Stephen Dorff was wearing Dracar. Oh. After this stay in the sewer, you're not smelling them anymore, except for is, that they smell like sewage. I mean, yeah. but like. And they get in that shit. Oh, this yeah. was 93, man. It was head. cool water by Dardoff and Dracar Noir, for sure. <laughs> Maybe CK1 if they have Stephen CK1. CK1 doesn't tr- isn't as strong a scent, though. It was a hell of an. Or Tommy Hilfiger had a scent, too. I wore that one. I remember CK1. Everybody remembers CK1. My friend Chris used to wear Drakkar. I never wore Drakkar. Drakkar Noir. Yeah. I remember Drakkar Noir. They still make that. Do they really? Don't, uh-huh, don't mind me that. I don't want that. I'm not wearing it. <laughs> She's like, I see it at work sometimes. <laughs> All right, so now they actually swim through shit. Yeah. Some of these things are classic things. And they start like throwing logs at Jador by Dior and shit like that. <laughs> They've had them forever. Ninja Turtle skate by. Uh-huh. Donatello floats by. 
And Elaine's like, and this is the beginning. This is the prequel to Demolition Man. Because this is how. He's like, yeah, we're going to set up the it's burger so stand bad. over here. A couple <laughs> cervezas. We're good to I go. I mean, some of these rooms are large. Yeah. What? Why are they so large? because it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. And sewers are not that no. big. There's some sewers, I think, that are, but not. Like, there's sewers in New York City proper yeah. where they go down there and they do work on yeah. them and things. But I don't think. So like, well, there's <laughs> sewers in every city that they go down and they do work on. I don't know if you could drive a fucking truck through them. Like and I'm one. sure there's big things where there's most intersecting pipes coming to water reservoirs, yeah. probably near water treatment plants and stuff like that where there's lots of intersections. But also, um, it's the sewer and you're down there with turds. Groundwater. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. is not going to live because he took a bath in sewer water yeah. and neither is what's the little brother John also not going to live because once you have that much bacteria on you and then you get an open Shot. wound, yeah, you're, dead. you're dead. Don't worry about that. You're not living through that staph infection. So Fallon tells his gang to split up. He's definitely up getting MRSA. And watch their asses. <laughs> and some pink eye. Like, so it's not good. John wants to keep running, but they've decided now it's time to make a stand. Because they have pipes and sticks and shit, so they should be fine. Yeah, sure. Actually, so, this, I mean... There's only three ways in, so they each cover a hole. Yeah. Which is not a bad plan. And they stand in sewer water and wait. Yeah. <laughs> Solid plan. With now, no name bad guy is headed to them, looking all kinds of 90s, and you're like, hey, this guy doesn't even have a name in this movie. He's dead. <laughs> Looks like the wrestler Raven. Mm-hmm. So Sykes ends up walking and is about to kill um, Mike, but John has the chance to have the drop on him, but doesn't. He freezes. freezes. And he's about to shoot Mike, but that's when Frank comes out and saves the day. They get the gun, and they point it at him. And so Mike's got the gun pointed at him. They tell him to be quiet. And Sykes tells him, give me that gun back. Or what happened to your friend Ray is going to happen to you. So Mike shoots him in the chest. And it was awesome chest. because I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was I was getting ready to get fucking angry because in all these movies, they always give him the gun. or Shoot this piece of shit. And he shoots him. And I was like, yes! Because they always <laughs> yeah. give the gun up or something in these fucking like movies. I'm like, the kill this motherfucker! But he shoots him and he gets so cocky that he gets pissed at John because John was a coward and didn't actually have his back. But you don't really know if you're going to have somebody's back mm-hmm. until I, shit, until you are faced with when, that decision. Once, once guns are in, <coughs> you don't know what you'll do. It's All crazy. Right, but now, after this happens, John and Frank decide, you know what, enough of this taking a stand shit. We've, we've killed the guy. Let's go. Let's roll. And Mike's like, no, I want to kill some more guys. <laughs> like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> we need to get that gun back. <laughs> I don't know why this taste. changed anything either. They're like, let's make a stand. They made a stand. They killed the guy. And then, like, no, we should run. I don't because really they feel like the, the situation changed. Well, he, lots of things changed. They killed the guy. He feels the power now. He, he wants. No, he but, thinks he can fight them. With but yeah, it's like they decided to take no, the stand. They should continue yes. to stand. Like, obviously, <laughs> this is a good place. They this already is, got one. This is working. <laughs> this is a. Pr- we've proven that this is a good plan. But we need the movie to keep going because if they just kill everybody else, and the movie ends. Yeah, but All it's right. also a world of difference. Then you got that jump on somebody that really can't defend himself, and you shoot them dead, as opposed to. Two people are coming with guns that know what they're doing, and you're just going to have a shootout with them. You're probably just going to get killed. All right, so they all Maybe head back to the surface. they should have found another large room to take it. Yeah, or they should have just fucking left. <laughs> right. And at this point, they're in North Dakota because they've been in the sewers for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it now, is cold. <laughs> so Fallon and the rest of the guys find um, the dead, that find Sykes. How? Yeah. How? How did they even find them? There's no way to track them. They heard this thing called a gunshot. It's rather loud. It's very echoey. (laughs) There's no way they would be able There's. All right, look, for this movie to happen, they have to keep finding shit, okay? Just stop it. (laughs) I know, it's just ridiculous. 
So the 90s goon wants to leave, but Fallon's like, oh, we can't do that. And he goes, he reminds me of this guy I was in the joint with. He goes, yap, 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 yap. So he fucking drowns 90s guy yeah. while Everlast is watching. Because... And I was like, wow. Because <laughs> 90s guy's like, you and your stupid rules, and... And Why are Fallon, we even doing this? This and is a waste Fallon of time. Fallon is like, I can't stop Fallon now. Fallon kind of snaps and is, and is telling a story while he's drowning this dude and doesn't realize he killed him. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I, I mean, feel like it. Sykes was his best friend. And at one point, 90s dude is like, why are we following Fallon? And Sykes is like, because he told us to and that's my friend. Mm-hmm. But so like, obviously his number two was just murdered and he loses it. I he's, thought there's it was nothing his brother that he's for a second, out. but... Because right. he says something about, okay, mom, okay, dad. And I was like, maybe they're brothers. But then he says he's his best friend or something. I was like, all right. So now we, brothers. We get into they a, made a, pe- a super mm-hmm. pact. So we get into a supermarket. And we reflect on what has just happened. John is scared. And he this starts, and he hugs him. He's like, it'll be okay. Plan. They, but like, they break in. How many nope, laws are they going to break? Ugh. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Ugh. Still not there yet. Okay. So just as they're trying to get their shit together, a bus drives by. And they're like, holy shit, it's a bus. So they try to catch the bus. But they miss the stop. The and they're running like, along the bus. Nope. And they're like, hey, stop, lady, please. We need help. And then the bus driver lady's like, fuck you. Nope. And drives away. So Mike shoots at the bus. Yeah. Because- and she's like, yeah, glad, glad I didn't stop. <laughs> this is a woman bus driver in a bad part of Chicago. She ain't stopping. Why I don't think anybody. You were at stop. the bus stop, and why? they don't have any money. And why are you shooting at a bus? <laughs> yeah, there was no reason. Literally, to shoot. he's just anybody. mad. He's cracked. He's lost it. Yeah. So Frank tells him, "You're going to get us all killed, you psycho." And now they go to the shopping mall or the supermarket. But now they're or whatever. I mean, now it makes sense to me. Try to follow the bus. So, <laughs> what you don't understand is right here when they break into the supermarket, they did it on purpose. Yeah, they yes. want to set the alarm yeah, so the police come. Because if the police come, they don't die. Yeah. Just, have to I 100% understand that. I just... How many laws are we going to break? Lots. All of them. You know what? If you're being chased by someone who's trying to kill you, you break all the laws. Because then the police come and they won't kill you. I mean, they might kill you if you have a gun you're pointing at them. But yeah. don't do that. All right. Mr. So, Riggs or Murtaugh. Right. Please. <laughs> you didn't admit about it. You didn't kill. All right, I got so, a badge in my pocket. So, so they break in, and they're, hello, and they're setting off alarms, and security guards grab them. And one security guard holds them at gunpoint, while the other one goes and calls the police. And just as he's calling the police, Fallon shows up and kills Boom. him. Okay. Now, is this before 911 had the tracking system? Because I was pretty sure if you, even in 93, if you call 911... They at least get your number. I think it. I think since he called from the store, they would know that number. Maybe yeah, they would phone. be able to figure that out. Probably not the cell phone that well, yeah. he called from in the, the army. Line. But from the store, yeah, they had to but have from been the able store. To. I think they would know that. All right, well, so and now, they do come. <laughs> so just as the other security guard is frisking them, Fallon comes over the PA and says they're having a sale on dead meat. Oh. Ah. What if that line was in the script? Security guard is like, tell your friend to shut up. And he, they're like, he's not our friend. He's the one <laughs> yeah. trying to kill us. <laughs> so Everlast finds the security guard with the gun and shoots him. Um, and Mike. Uh, so more running. Mike decides to make a stand and let Frank escape. They find like a freight elevator. Mm-hmm. And they're going to use the freight elevator to go up. Because, you know, when you're running for your life up, it's always better than down or so out. So Mike and Everlast have a gunfight. And Everlast gets a shot and shoots Mike in the gut. 
but Everlast gets shot and almost, you know, it's like, oh, I, I can get another shot, but I need to die because the movie doesn't want your yeah. main character. Mike gets shot in the gut and lasts until the end of the movie. But this, but Everlast. he shoots Everlast like once and he falls over dead. Maybe he should have jumped around a little bit. I think he didn't fall over dead until he <laughs> shot him the second time. Yeah, he, he shot, shot him more than once. Yeah, which I cannot believe that that Mike could maintain enough presence of mind after getting shot to shoot this guy twice. Fear. And no, right. I don't believe it. Not this guy. Then you might really know what it's like to sing the blues. <laughs> then Doobie Fox. Mary got pregnant by a kid yeah, named John, I was thinking that too. was in love. <laughs> So don't worry about a thing, baby doll. Man, you've been dreaming. Of That's a great song. Uh, that was like the late 90s, I think. Yeah. All right, so he calls... Um, so Fallon finds Mike shot on the floor, and he calls to Frank and says, Hey, come get your friend. <laughs> so Frank runs, and he's like, Ooh! So Fallon won't kill him. And John grabs Mike, and they go hide. Does anybody else think it's super funny how they're running, too? They're, like, all crouched down and duck-walking behind the fucking fixtures. That's what you do when people are shooting. I know, but it's funny. <laughs> I'd be army-crawling like a bitch. All right, anyway. So the night clerk comes, and he's got his headphones on, and he's got his pallet full of sodas, and he's he's getting it. Until so Fallon starts shooting at him, he's like, oh, fuck this shit. This, this is not worth $5 like an hour. Like 4 and, and this, uh, is this where Fallon has the deagle? Maybe. Or, or did the other Tony guys. goes, the other guys. he would be able to tell somebody was shooting at From the power pressure his wave. Cart. But it would go through that fucking cart, probably, because it just looked like it was fucking so beer not, cans. And it so, it yeah. wouldn't go through all that. Like, they didn't you have noise. All those sodas? No way. But know. he would have felt something. Like, okay. He would have heard something. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, you know. he would have heard the gunshot, because this is 93. It's you not like he's got Bose headphones. That's true. Shitty he got some fucking Sony's with it when you got to move the things, the plug, so it works. Yeah, yeah. So, so the the clerk hears this and runs away. We never see him again. Why he didn't stop running? No, he's still running he to said, this day. Fuck this job. He knows where he is and he yeah. knows how to get home. All right. So Fallon. Um, oh shit! My notes just jumped. Hold on. He might have went out and called the police from a close payphone. We don't know. It's very possible. Fallon looks over and sees wow. that uh, John has come to help Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> and he shoots John in the leg. Yes. I think that's what happens next. Yeah, sure. We'll go back. <laughs> so, um, so during the chase, Fallon shoots John shoots in the leg. The car, right? They yeah. exchange gunfire and the boys run out. Uh, they head to the men's room and they get treated for their wounds. They must have some serious fucking antiseptic. They in hide in the... Closet, closet mm-hmm. of the men's room. What? Frank takes off his jacket, which is cold and leather, and puts it over my this and store, smells like by the way, shit. Has the weirdest floor plan. It's like yeah. half grocery store, half abandoned warehouse. What? Yeah. Don't worry about that. It's probably the back of a, a supermarket. It looks like that. I don't know, but it looks like mm-hmm. yes. There are warehouse areas that obviously are the back room, but some of the stuff where they have displays also looks like it's in the middle of a warehouse. Uh, but can we talk about the fact that Mike? Is down with a bullet hole in his chest, and Frank takes off his leather jacket full of shit and puts it over top of the open wound. Yes. <laughs> First thing I do is off my get that fucking thing off me. Literally put anything else on me. Uh, is there no rags in this closet yeah. that have been soaked in bleach that could possibly kill all the bacteria from the sewer I swam in yeah. earlier? Give me all the toilet paper, anything. <laughs> so during all this, Mike and John start joking each other because honestly, this is what you do in a, in a stressful situation. You talk shit. Yeah. 
and Fallon comes in the bathroom and they go to lock the door. Why didn't they do that first? Yeah. But just so Frank says stay here and Frank leaves. Mm-hmm. And then they're so in the tra- the closet. Fallon is about to check the closet, but Frank sees this and calls him out. Hey, you mother bitch, come on out here. He almost said, I'm shaking with rage. <laughs> that was science. I know, but that's the level of... Of, of dumbassery. It's like, yeah, like he's not... Do you think Dennis Leary went, really? Yeah. That's you all can you can got- come up with nothing like, better? I'm Let me a- throw a couple lines at you. Try some of these out. <laughs> Because I guess the, the level of shit talk between Emilio Estevez and Dennis Leary is not the same. Yeah, but Frank, he's right there. Just ask yeah. him. Because Frank can see when um, he go when Fallon goes in the bathroom and he mm-hmm. knows he's going to find his brother right. and Mike. So now Fallon and Frank are stalking each other, and Fallon tells Frank that he's going to after he kills him, he's going to visit that wife of his. It he's going to say hi to his daughter. It mm, takes too way too long to, if he even realizes it all. That Fallon has his wallet. Yeah. As soon as you start calling me by my name, yeah. I know, shit, that guy has my wallet. A name that nobody Sh- else has called me by. Yeah. And like, isn't, yeah. isn't it weird well, that... you call me Anthony. <laughs> like, what? as soon as he says you got a nice looking family... Somebody got my wallet and we're like, Carolyn! Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck? How do you know that? <laughs> that freaked me shit, the fuck out. Shit, they got <laughs> my wallet Carol. from the bums. <laughs> I know, like... That's the first thing I'm going to assume is that he got my wallet from the bums and I got to kill this guy or he's going to go fucking yeah. murder my wife. Yeah. yeah. Even if you do Son get home, you need to take your wife and you need to leave. <laughs> we have got to move. You got to have a police car to run through the front with a nightstick. That says, sorry, bad guy, nothing here, but us cops Simple. signed the good guys. Probably got dimples in his face. Yeah. Pits. So anyway. When he smiles, you can see his teeth. <laughs> so they, so um, Frank jumps him from behind and listen, they fight. Listen to our Lethal Weapon episode. And he gets the gun out of his hand. And Fallon's starting to whoop his ass. And he's like, but you think you hurt me tonight? It's like, well, I took out your entire fucking gang. I think so. Ooh. He didn't say that. No. No. But so, he does put a belt around his neck. Yeah. So Fallon tells Frank he's going to go to his house and see his daughter. And Frank attacks and almost knocks him off of a ledge. And he's holding on by like a hair because like the, the railway broke. Yeah. And he's holding on. He's about to fall. And he's like, hey, give me a hand here. Yeah. And dumbass Frank fucking grabs his arm. Yeah. Instead of drop kicking him. No. Yeah. I just started throwing shit at him. I'm not helping you at all. <laughs> I'd be looking for a little fucking cans of soda and, and knows, tuna cans. I would just sat on that beer display and been like, nope, we'll see what happens. Like, if you come this way, I'm going to kick you off of here, fucking Sparta style. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen yet. But he plans that Francis is a good guy, and he is, and he tries to save him. He's like, dumbass. And just, and he's, he's like, you're coming with me, Francis. And he's trying to pull him off the ledge. But just then, Frank kicks him, and he um, falls to his death. And he mm-hmm. says, don't call me Francis. Which, I guess people like to be called Francis. Because mm-hmm. in, uh, in the Army, not in the Army now, Stripes... The guy's mm-hmm. name is Francis. He says, don't you call me Francis. Mm-hmm. Deadpool. Deadpool doesn't want to be called Francis. And yeah. there's this guy. No one likes the name Francis. The, that, what was it? Adventure. She's the one? The shitty guy? His name was Francis. Yeah. Franny. <laughs> so, Nobody wants to be called Francis because eventually everybody starts calling you Franny. Mm. All right. Well, friends, don't <laughs> name your sons Francis, evidently. Ooh. They don't like it. Or Sue. Mm-hmm. Well, well then he'll grow up strong. That's true. Tough. Yeah, sure. All right. So Frank walks down to check on Fallon to make sure that he's dead. And I gotta be honest, I'd probably stop him in the face just to be sure. I would have kicked him in the head just once to make sure. So John calls out to Frank and is like, is everything all right? And he's like, tells him out and went, no, it's not all right. I'm pretty uh, fucking far from all right. Bleeding to death, so. 
I don't know how you're going to but live. Frank but. tells him to sit tight, and he breaks into another room to call 911. But just then you see a gun pointed at the back of his head. And you're like, oh, no, Fallon's come back to life. But no, it's the police. I, I, was, wait, I was waiting for that, but no. The police show that. up, and they're like, and he's like, look, I've been running from these guys. And this is, we call, we, we need help. And another cop comes in and goes, yeah, that's about right. And they're and like, the, okay, cool, go home. Don't spend like a week. Here, we found your wallet. <laughs> We're not going to handcuff you. And your you. wife is here already? Yeah. No, like, she's well, fucking we not. We don't know. What the <laughs> this could be the next neighborhood over. We don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, and there's probably some time, like, they speed up this interaction, but there's probably at least a half an hour between when they first find him and when his wife shows up. But, no. I, yeah. He's still getting handcuffed. Yeah. We'll interview he's you at the station. Here. We There's still no don't way. know exactly what happened. There's no way he's getting out of police custody before 8 o'clock in the morning. No. It's just no way. Negative. So anyway, um, Mike and John get hauled off in ambulances, and Frank gets his wallet and goes to see his wife. Yeah, they just give it back to him. Sure. We found your wallet. They That's... would say, hey, we found your wallet. We're keeping it as evidence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But whatever. And he'd be like, can I please have my driver's license? I don't want to have to go to the DMV. <laughs> and, the, and the cop would be like, yeah, that makes sense. Here you go. <laughs> you can have the rest. <laughs> All right. So, hey. And that's the movie. What'd you think, Tony? Let's see. Happy birthday. Thank you. My favorite character is John. Mm-hmm. Yet another movie John picked with the character's name, John. That's Stephen Dorff, right? Yeah. It's Little John. John. (laughs) He defends the river in the... What is... The Hundred Acre Wood or something? What the fuck is Robin Hood? The Sherwood Forest. Sherwood Forest. Well, he's favorite character... Hundred Acre Wood. That's (laughs) Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. That's Winnie the Pooh. It's the same thing. Well, he's favorite character is... Such a good cartoon. I don't want to watch Winnie the Pooh. Who's your your favorite? Ray. Jeremy Piven. Mm -hmm. Well, he's a douche guy. Because he... Caused a lot of this. <laughs> All of it. My favorite scene is actually, even though it was Ray's scene, it was the negotiation scene with Piven. I thought it was at least interesting, you know, he's going to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And for a minute you're like, is he going to get out of this? No, he's not. My favorite line, I don't really have a favorite line. But my favorite Trish object was the you desert, have a favorite line? desert eagle. I mean... I was trying, I, I didn't think of anything that was like, you know, a lot of it's just kind of like, you know, you're a dumbass, well, fuck you, you know what I mean? It's just a lot of gangy shit. Um, the soundtrack is interesting because it's the same as Predator. Tony was like, I, this Predator music is killing me. Because <laughs> it's like, waiting for the big Indian to come and cut his chest or something, but, but it was okay. I'll maybe, it wasn't, you know, it didn't blow my mind, but it was, it was all right, maybe. The tracking skills blew his mind. That blew my mind. <laughs> that, that guy needs to go work for the military. <laughs> I did say Liam out. Neeson has nothing on Dennis Leary. <laughs> Dennis Leary he needs will find set you. Of skills. Dennis Leary needs to go work missing persons or something. Yeah, he's wasting his skills. He could I be working for the police. I would watch a show, a police procedural, where Dennis Leary worked missing persons. Oh, yeah. Watch and the fuck out of that. Amazing tracking skills. Wasn't there a TV show called Hunted? It's like, can I smell her hairbrush? Where they hunted serial <laughs> killers? I mean. All right, Elaine, what'd you think of this movie? Or maybe that was a movie. Um, Not that about the TV show, but about this movie. My favorite character is Frank. My least character. Francis. My least favorite character is Ray. My Ooh, favorite. I'm my name in here. My favorite movie, or my favorite scene is the fight in the grocery store. My favorite line is from. 
when they're looking for the map or when uh, they find the gun in the Winnebago and uh, Frank says, thousands of unarmed people who drive Hyundais carry maps. Because <laughs> he's like, can't we, don't, isn't there something more useful like a map in the glove box? Um, my favorite tertiary object is the wind chimes in the grocery store that they fall into because I love wind chimes. I wrote down, this movie is so long. An hour and 50 minutes. I could have done an hour and 20 minutes. This movie was very long, and there was a lot of boring, we're going to run down an alley. We're going to run down an alley. We're going to run down an alley. So you didn't like it. Let's run through that. a train yard. Yet, um, I did not enjoy this movie. It's not terrible. It's just not interesting enough for me to want to pay attention. It goes on too long. They don't keep it... It's not snappy enough for me, so I would give it a nay. It's not. It's not a terrible movie, though. All right, Carl, let's get it over with. Okay. My favorite she character. I, I know she didn't also, like this movie. Also, Frank, my <laughs> least favorite character. I went with Fallon because that dude is evil. <laughs> like he's got some impressive tracking skills. But he doesn't <laughs> care who he kills at this point. He's just killing everybody. Well, he does have some no problems. Reason. <laughs> He's just busting into people's houses for no reason. <laughs> so, my favorite scene was the sewer fight back. My favorite line, not because it was a great line, but because it was memorable, was I'm too young for this shit. <laughs> and I have two favorite so tertiary <laughs> objects. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s leather vest. Mm. And well, that smells like shit. <laughs> this has to take place right by a newspaper plant because all the litter oh. was newspaper. <laughs> it was fucking everywhere. <laughs> you did have a Johnny Mnemonic feel. It's it's really just like somebody just went outside with a bunch of paper and just threw it. They were like, this is our litter. This is how we know it's a bad part of town. And I'm also going to say it. I'm never going to watch this again. <laughs> yeah. I knew when I picked it you weren't going to like this movie. It's okay. I'm with Elaine, though. It could have been shorter. They could have explained a little more. They could have shown us a little bit more of the impressive tracking and cut some of the running. <laughs> I just think if they made it more obvious, like, that they had to go a certain way or they didn't have as many options. Like, when they go down the sewer, it's pretty obvious that they had to have gone down the sewer because they get to a fence. The guys aren't that far behind them. They mm -hmm. look out the fence they're not there, so then they have to be like, well, they got to be right here hiding somewhere. Yeah. You could have tripped over the grating. Yeah. Could have done Or that. it took them a little bit little to shut it. The they could have heard the noise. Made a noise. Yeah. yeah, something that would tip them off. Because otherwise, you're not finding them. You don't find them in the train yard. You're not finding them in the sewer. Or like find when they're shaking boat. down I the people in the, in the apartment complex, all we needed to, was, you know three people to say, yeah, some guy tried to get in here five minutes ago so that they knew they had the right building. They wanted to make the movie shorter, but Elaine's adding things. No. They could have cut some of the running. They made it's it a chase movie. You have to show the running. Anyway, so my favorite character is Fallon. Mm -hmm. least, really? Yeah. <laughs> I like Dennis Leary. <laughs> my least favorite character is Ray, but I love Jeremy Piven. <laughs> That's how fucking good he is. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, my favorite scene is when they're first hiding in the train yard and Fallon is talking to him. Like, cause I don't feel like that was in the script because he just started riffing about weird shit. My favorite uh, tertiary object 
is the I was gonna say the Nintendo gun, <laughs> but I'm gonna change it to the tape deck, mm-hmm. the dual-headed tape deck. And my favorite line is a long one, so stick with me here. Okay. Let me tell you something, Ray. You don't understand shit, okay? Nothing. Guys like you, check to see if you got a dick. I got one. You and your friends, they're kind of you're the kind of spoon-fed fucking fruit bait that I can't stand. And then Ray says, I don't think you understood me. Shut the fuck up. You speak when you're fucking spoken to, okay? This is not fucking high school, motherfucker. I'll eat your fucking friends for fucking lunch. I want to get a few more fucks. This is so, totally a Dennis yeah. Leary riff. <laughs> it absolutely, like, you can just hear his voice in one of his songs or on one of his Sam specials. John's Dennis Leary impression is pretty good. Thanks. But that's my, and mm-hmm. then, well, then Ray talks and then he goes on for another 10 minutes, but yeah. So that's my favorite line because it was just fun because mm-hmm. I get the idea that that wasn't in the script and he just kind of kept going. Mm-hmm. Very likely. Um, makes me want to watch There's No Cure for Cancer, which we might do tonight. Mm-hmm. Or The Ref. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Demolition Man. I haven't seen The Ref in a really long time. It's not good. Um, I'll be the judge. I will yay this movie because I enjoyed it when I was a, a wee young lad and I enjoy it now. I probably will watch it again for another year or so. It's not something you want to watch a lot, but it's 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 a fun, different thing. What I do like about this movie is, other than the fact that Dennis Leary is the best bloodhound ever, is like when they get the chance to kill a guy, they kill a guy. Like mm-hmm. when they grab uh, Teddy, they don't talk to him for a while. They fucking shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. They, that's their goal. I hate them. This is one of those movies that they, you know. Anyway, Carly, go ahead. All right, well, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And tune in next week on the podcast for Tony's pick for my birthday. Ooh, what'd you pick? You can pick anything in the world. Anything in the world? Anything in the world. What did you pick? I'm doing Transformers the Movie 2. Sweet! No. (laughs) I'm doing um, Clint Eastwood's 1992 Unforgiven. It came out the year before this movie. Gene Hackman, Morgan Freeman. Oh, Dennis Leary was also in The Sandlot. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's the stepdad. Bill. <laughs> he steadies, gets rid of his ball, loses his ball, his fucking baby. He loses his baby root ball, but he gets the murder drill ball, which is way more. <laughs> well, he didn't murder that so kid, like, wow. which is the most restrained Dennis Leary's ever shown down. Yeah, everywhere. but if you're like, hey, I lost your baby root baseball, and here's one that's way better, yeah. you're like, okay, right, cool. <laughs> This was a great album. Was it? Not for me, but I don't think this was your jam. No, probably not. This is Biohazard and Onyx. See, so you yeah. would think those two groups wouldn't be go together, but they were like really buddy buddy. <laughs> Wait, you gotta, you gotta hear this part here. Ready? Listen. Yes, that is Stinky Fingers, <laughs> the guy who played Blade in the TV show. Let's see. 